And we are live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This vlogcast started as a combination of spite and stress and effect because sometimes the stuff that happens during the week that uh, Joey Dallin and I really don't want to talk about, well, we, we really shouldn't talk about on Friday nights, and well, that's where this comes from. Sometimes we're just here because the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble all over the place. You can find me pretty much everywhere under that name, S-H-U-J-I-N. Glad to introduce you to, uh, well, pretty much a full crew tonight. Top left-hand corner of North America, where the temperatures are finally starting to get where we're expecting them to. It's warmer in Calgary than it is in Yellowknife. Dallin, good evening. Dallin, good evening. Good evening. There you are. They're muted. <laughs> good, because you missed my snarky comment. Probably a good thing. Just trust me on that. It's, you know what? It's perfectly fine for later. Yeah. Down to the right, just a little bit in the Midwest of the U.S., Bridget, good evening. Good evening. Staying nice and, uh, staying nice and warm over there? Ah, uh, bundled up, actually. Got my unicorn slippers and a blanket and a hoodie, so I'm good to go. I really don't want to know where you insert your feet into those things. A little bit off to the right into Ohio. Joey, glad you were able to make it tonight. I know, I know. But hey, look at the bright side. You're not one of the almost 10,000 fellow co-workers who are out on, or maybe not out, so. Mm. Yeah, no, that just says it all right there, doesn't it? This is fair. Mm -hmm. And over the water into Paris, France. Joseph, good morning. Good to have you. Good morning, sir. Hope you all are well. I'm I'm doing okay tonight. Uh, I I will go ahead and let everybody know that I had a very large dinner with friends tonight. So I am not having anything to drink because I had a I had a lot of coffee earlier. You wouldn't know it, but. yeah, I'm I'm, oh. I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm I'm just yeah. I've got nothing to drink because I didn't make any new orange juice because it's still frozen. Dumbass me! When I left earlier today, I didn't take one out so it would be defrosted so I could have orange juice to drink tonight. Go me! Oh, I I got to have some fun today. Um, you know, recently uh, a while back, I purchased a sampler pack from a, co- a coffee company up here called Rampage Coffee. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, they're they're based in Saskatoon. And it's basically it's a made to order. Like they will actually if you when you order your coffee, it is roasted and or ground and shipped like within a couple of days. It's it's not stockpiled. Nice. Yeah. So I, I I wanted to try it. And it's a subscription service too, if you want. So you can actually Every month they'll send you a, a new, you know, you can just refresh your order type of thing. Yeah, fair. Yeah. And so they, I, I, I ordered their sampler pack because I wanted to see what, what they had. And I had just come off of drinking way too much great value coffee, which is available at Walmart. Now, I'm, I'm not a connoisseur of coffee. To me, oh. to me, it's like, Coffee to me is like beer with you. It tastes like 
coffee. coffee. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, except the great value coffee. What flavor that, do you like? That, that, I can honestly say, is bad. Mm. Like, yeah. bad coffee. No, okay. I, I got you. I yeah. got you. I mean, that we've, I think we've all had bad coffee because industrial coffee is just. Yeah. I had to, like, I, I was cleansing my palate with Folgers after this. That's just to give that's you an idea. That's how bad it was. Yeah. yeah, that's how bad it was. Okay, then. Yeah, so I ordered this sampler pack, and I got four packets of, of their different flavors, each of which is enough to make one pot and then a couple of singles. Like, if, if you've got those reusable K-cup thingies for, for a coffee maker, I can make about two of those and a full 12-cup pot of coffee with one of these packages. Or one really strong announcer. Which you probably don't want to do. Because they come in the following flavors. All right. Ignition, which is espresso. Ah. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Code, yeah, code black, which is their dark roast. Okay. Uh, Riot, which is their, I think that's the normal blend. All right. And then the, and then the one I tried today... C4, which Ooh. is a, uh, they, they actually call it the, uh, the intense or the smooth, intense caffeine flavor. Um, now I'll uh, say this, I I've, I've had, I, I had three of them up until today. And then I, tr I tried the C4 today. All four of them are very good. They actually have a really nice taste to them. Okay. I had, I, and now I made a pot of the C4, but I only had a cup. Okay. It's enough. <laughs> I, um, be living or being unemployed as I've been, my, my caffeine tolerance has dropped significantly. I used to do a pot a day between work and home. I could drink a cup of coffee at eight o'clock at night and, and pass out. Hmm. Now, if I have too many cups during the day, I don't get to sleep. Okay. That's, so that's fair. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, that, that, that's C4. I, I, I'll say this much for Rampage Coffee. It's good stuff. Uh, you know, 10 out of 10 would recommend. Can't wait till I can get a job when I can justify buying the five pound bags every month. They they will have my business. Okay, um, Bridget, uh, I'm not used to what this feeling is right now. How, how do you women deal with it when when you've got this and you got the like the the squirmy feeling going on? This is I don't I don't I don't like when this happens when we're on air. This is embarrassing. Squirmy. I mean, I, well, I mean, talking about I mean. Think about coffee that's called called ignition. It's just you know what we'll, we'll say we'll save this for another night. We'll, we'll I'll 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 be in my bunk after we get to, you know never mind we 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 got we got a show to do. We, we, and the TMI flag is down. Yeah, well, I I haven't said anything well, wrong. If you're scoring me, there's a few ways you could take care of that, but I won't elaborate. Not now. No. <laughs> Not now. I I I got the I got. Not now. Anyway, hi everybody. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of. I'm kind of making up for uh, last week's uh, 
problem that we had with last week's show. And, and for those of you that are, you know, been with us, I'm sorry about that. The power outage that I had last week was literally all of three seconds over here at the house. And obviously, you know, it was enough. Uh, down was going to work a little bit of magic on the audio. So, you know, thank you for that. And it, it is what it is. So sorry. Anyway, back onto it all. For those of you that are watching live, of course, thank you. Uh, feel free to chime in at any point. Stephanie is there. Good morning. Cause it's, it's, oh, dark, stupid in the morning. Uh, and, uh, Felis is there. I see a couple of other folks that I, I know that you're actually on the call already. So I'm not going to talk about that yet, but we'll, we'll kind of work from there. Uh, we got a, we got a lot to talk about and, um, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be one of those nights. It's going to be one of those nights. So let me go ahead and uh, get everything rolling to uh, start things off with for your five minute freestyle, because, uh, yeah, there's, uh, uh, there's stuff with this one that's kind of had me uh, having a real hard uh, couple of nights trying to get some rest. So with five minutes on the clock, your five-minute freestyle starts right now, and this time it's uh, Mason. Now, some people are going to instantly think, oh, okay, yeah, uh, the guys with the uh, the secret handshake society? No, no, it, not even talking about guys that do... You know, stuff with, uh, with brick and mortar or anything like that. No, it's, um, it's the name of a building. Mason, uh, specifically Mason Hall at, uh, Fredonia. I know, I know some, some of you who know your comedy bits know full well it's a, it's a Marx Brothers routine. Hail, hail Fredonia. SUNY Fredonia. In this case, S-U-N-Y. I know some people would say that's not how you spell Sunny. It's SUNY. Stands for a State University of New York at Fredonia, which is all the way to the left-hand side of the state. It's about an hour-ish outside of Buffalo, down into the left. It's where I went to college. It's where uh, my wife and I went to college. And you guys know full well, and I I've talked about it on many an occasion, we met there her first day of classes for her first year, first day of classes for me, my, well, I can't say second year because I didn't complete that year. So my third semester, but since she's passed, I go back every year, seven September, the day that we met and I go and I pick up another case of wine from the vineyard go to the band room that we first saw each other at in Mason Hall and, you know, get uh, get to dinner at the Chinese restaurant just off of campus at the DNF Plaza. For anybody that's keeping track and wants to look it up on Google Maps, it's uh, just off of campus in the DNF Plaza, like I said, it's China King. Seven stars around the moon, the only, the only group that I know that does it, and they are still doing it because we like that. This year, with everything going on, medically speaking, I opted not to go. And I know, I know. So I, I've been going for 14. I don't know if it's been 14 or 15 years. I don't remember if I went the very first year after uh, the very first uh, September after she died. 
which is 15 years now. But like I said, this year with the, uh, with the medical situation, I decided that it was a bad idea for me to go. It was, it would be irresponsible of me. Even if I could, even if I didn't get out of my car, it was just irresponsible. There's no reason for me who's been away from humanity for, let's face it, since easy March. There's no reason for me to, to, you know. So my son, who is at, uh, at another college here in the New York region, which one doesn't matter. But a friend of his is at Fredonia. Young gentleman. Uh, I, I would love to name him, but I don't know that it's such a good idea for me to do that. Uh, it's, it's, you know what? I'll just be, just because uh, I'll just call him Adam. There's no other reason other than first letter of the alphabet. A. Adam, sure. First name that comes to mind. It's not his name. Adam. Apparently, my son was in touch with him recently. Thursday, as a matter of fact. And my son sent a text message and asked me, uh, what was the room number at Mason Hall? I, I don't remember from, I don't remember from numbers. So I went looking it up. I gave him the room number. And then finally, I gave him the dot, 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 why? Apparently, he and Adam had been in contact. And Adam had made the offer, or my son had made the suggestion, and Adam had accepted, to leave flowers in the band room for me. I have no idea if he's done it yet. I don't know if he's going to. I don't care. The offer was made, and that is something that has held on in my head for days. For anybody that wants to go ahead and say that we're not bringing up our next generation right, there are good ones. There are some really, really good ones. And I'm honored to know at least two of them. Hail Fredonia. This is episode 331 on the docket, Your Honor. The morality of schadenfreude. And no, I didn't know how to spell it. Yes, I had to look it up. No, I didn't use autocorrect because even what I wrote wasn't even close to it. I had to go looking it up with a Google search of trying to hunt it and peck it and finally was able to find it because Wikipedia knows fucking everything. That's my one for the night. Whatever. Um, yeah, like I, like I put in the, uh, in the show description, you know, I, I don't want to be talking about the presidential dumpster fire shit storm directly. I want to talk about what's been happening kind of sidelined to it and after the fact of it, because that's far and away more important. It's not specifically about the presidential stuff here in the U.S., because I don't want to talk about just the U.S., but what's happening at this point is, well, we can kind of see that all over the world, and we can kind of 
work from that. I did go looking up information about uh, Rafe Badawi's condition. There is no new information at this time. Rafe is still in prison, unfortunately, which means that as of the recording of tonight's show, it has now been eight years, three months, 18 days since he was unjustly incarcerated for thought crimes. Our hopes and our thoughts are still with you and your family. We are still waiting. So with that out of the equation, let's go ahead, get the horrible scopes done, and uh, we can we can kind of move on from there and see who we're going to be uh, picking on this week. You guys good? Yeah, yep. ready here. All right, just making sure that everybody's mic is still working, you know. So, for those of you that know what your astrological sign is, cool, great. If you don't pick one, doesn't really much matter. Roll a d12, and uh, it really won't make too much of a difference. Let me get you rolling over here. <coughs> Aries, it's time for a good, long look into your soul. I bring a flashlight and some snacks, because this, this could take a little while. Let's start with this. Your body isn't you. You're what your brain does. You're a collection of interwoven organic on-off systems operating a skeleton with meat armor. So plan on going as yourself this Halloween. <laughs> All right. Taurus. Your sex life has become well-known. Next time you're in a teleconference for work, don't just close the lid on your laptop. Turn the whole thing off. Pull both the battery and the power cord. When you finally go into the office and everyone stands up and applauds, at least try to look embarrassed. Gemini. Yes, you need a varied diet to live properly, but for a short period of time, you could subsist on whatever you've got. So long as it has enough calories to, to it. Just remember this. The receptors for heat that capsaicin bonds to aren't just in your mouth, but are scattered all along your entire GI tract. <laughs> you, you fucking coward. <laughs> yes. The whole way through. Well, it's, well, it's supposed to be gastrointestinal tract, but, you know, we're not going to. Yeah, so she got one over on you, so screw you, man. So there. Um, <laughs> lay off the hot peppers for a while. Yeah, I was, one my book. I was channeling Johnny Cash after I said that one yesterday. No, I'm not going to karaoke it again today. Good choice. Who's up next? You, you are. Fine. Cancer Moonchild, we've got a... Technically, that's not... We've got a gastronomic warning for you this week, Cancer. And this warning is just six words long. Gas station pumpkin spice tuna sushi. Heed our warning on this one. You had me at pumpkin spice. I've never tried it. <clears throat> Anyways, Leo, Princess Celestia once said, there is no wrong way to fantasize. Obviously, this qualifies for the hashtag out-of-context theater. What we're warning you about this time is to watch your mouth. Your personal digital assistant is always listening, especially when you're asleep. It's true. There, there are, by the way, there are, some, uh, there are some apps you can get so that if you start to talk in your sleep, it automatically begins recording it for you so you can listen later. 
Auntie. Yeah. And you know, there, there are apparently uh, apps that can help you detect RFID chips in your N95 masks. So uh, take it all with a grain of salt, folks. And people say we don't have tricorders. Virgo, be sure you know how many seasons and episodes a TV show has before you start binge watching. Once you get to the end of the series and didn't realize it was all over, all the fun you had watching will evaporate. Here's a heads up. The West Wing ended with Season 7, Episode 22, called Tomorrow. Yes, I was very pissed off when I got to the last episode, and Plex said, No, man, that's it. You're done. I, Alan Alda is still alive. Jimmy Smith is still alive. What the hell? Whatever. <sighs> Libra. Mm. And this one fits since, you know, I am looking for work. Okay, Libra. Back to reality with the job search. We're suggesting your next career tryout to be... Powerless Superhero. God, I wish I had the echo on that. You want me to do it? <laughs> uh, no, you I fix can't. it in post. You can fix it in post. I'll fix it in post if, I, if I feel like it. No, not like Batman, although he does qualify. We mean something a little more down to earth. Become an exotic veterinarian. Work with unusual animals that would otherwise want to bite your face off. Now, on the cool side, you might get to use a tranquilizer dart gun. On the cooler side, you might get to bring the track gun home to play with. You know, if I had a dart for every barking dog in this complex. You'd run out of breath. Yes, I would. <laughs> not, not quite the track gun I was thinking of. Uh, I was thinking something more along the lines of, uh, oh God, I, I watched Riddick today. What do you want? The armor Pearson or the barium? Horse tranks. 50 cal sniper rifle. <laughs> hey, it took four of them to take Vin Diesel down. Corpio. You don't see the world in shades of black and white. You see it in shades of clean and dirty. Things like the word panther. Clean. The word kumquat. It's clean. Okra, though? Nobody likes okra. Now, Bridget, I'm I'm not trying to play stereotypes here, but you being from Indiana, therefore one of the southern states. Not exactly, but okay. Yeah. Um, is that a statement you would agree with? Well, I mean, I'm originally from Tennessee. Down there, we called it okra, and I liked it fried. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the only way to eat it. Yeah. I, look, I've been, I've been to Oklahoma enough times to know that ranch uh, ranch uh, dipping sauce, or actually just ranch dressing, is a great dipping sauce for fried okra. <laughs> See, Dallin has not had the pleasure, and I use that term very loosely, of being down in Georgia. Actually, actually, I have been to Georgia. Ah. Augusta is the only way to eat it, though. You mean the boiled shit is slimy? I'm just saying. Oh, I know, I know. It's got to be fried. It it has to be deep fried to the point that it has absolutely no nutritional value anymore. Then it's edible. That's the only way that you can kill off the uh, poison from it, too. 
and fry it yeah. in cornmeal. So yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. You, yeah. You know. You mentioned the word fried okra to anybody in Oklahoma City, and if you mention it to ten different people, you will get ten different recipes, and they will all say, "My mama's fried okra is the best in the state." I tell you what, I can attest to that statement. Fair enough. Well, as long as it's not soggy. Oh hell no! It's got to be crunchy as fuck. Yeah. Speaking of crunchy, on your way, Joe. Sagittarius. Accidents often lead to new and exciting discoveries. That's how science works. Your problem, Sagittarius, is that you keep forgetting to keep track of what you're doing. Keeping a little notebook with you, like a trench coat wearing detective, is all well and good. But you keep forgetting to take a pen. Buy one. Buy a cheap one. You'll just forget where you put it down last anyway. Um, I've, I've, I've got mine to, you know, and I'm, I'm suddenly thinking of that, the intro to that old show, the commish. I know I've seen he, a couple of episodes, but I don't remember it at all. Yeah. The intro, he, he keeps, he loses his pen at the beginning of the intro. And at the end, he actually finds it when his wife puts it in his deli meat, when he's going for the midnight snack. Of course. Of course. Capricorn. There's an old musician's expression. Friends don't let friends clap on one-on-one -on -one and three. If you're enjoying music and someone close to you grabs your hands to stop you clapping on the wrong beat, just thank them and wait for two and four. Obviously, just doesn't work with waltz. If you need the why explained to you, don't ask a musician. They will hurt you. Unless it's the <laughs> bass player. Ask them. No one ever wants to talk to them. They could use the social interaction. Yeah, thanks from a bass player. As a as a bass player, it's it's as yeah, and as someone who I, I actually tried learning, I took lessons, only because I thought, hey, I play tuba and band, maybe I can translate that to bit. No, no, and I still I tried, try and say all that to fly from uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. No. Oh God. Oh, flea meat. Yeah. No. Please. Oh my God. So, yeah. His. Although that that basis from Doll's Box that I I was looking at uh, looking at that video a couple days ago. My God, she's she's a beast on that thing. And whoever it is that plays bass for um, Bela Fleck, Bela Fleck and the Flecktones. If you want to see somebody who's a freaking monster, look mm -hmm. up the Sinister Minister. And stand <laughs> in awe. Uh, if I, if I can afford it, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say if I could afford one, I'd I'd be grabbing one. But yeah, yeah. But but you can say all that to the the bass player from YouTube. Yeah, Aquarius. When you find yourself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to thee. Speaking words of wisdom. Did you wear clean underwear before you got into that car accident? Yeah, don't accept Mother Mary. Make her proud Mary instead. Or just wear black underwear from now on. You know, or no underwear. You're an adult now. You do what you want. Hmm. And my fellow fish, 
And I could say that. Pisces. Your next stress nightmare will have you naked on public transportation in the middle of rush hour in Tokyo. The worst part won't be that everyone else is looking at you. They won't even notice. It's that they're all naked too. And it's summer. So those are your horrible scopes for this week. If you enjoyed them, great. If you didn't, you got what you paid for and... No backsies, tough. You, you can always sponsor us and ask for somebody to uh, adjust the way that they look at the stars. I, uh, I got nothing to tell you. So that's all that. So now we get to move on to the fun part of tonight. Short version, a uh, quick, quick show of, I would otherwise say quick show of hands, but not all of you got video running, which is another statement. Um, I, I did catch about 10 minutes worth of the presidential debate here in the United States this week. Um, anybody else uh, catch a, a little bit or tried not to have to vomit? I, I, I David Patman was streaming it live, so I just stuck with Dave. Yeah, I, I caught enough of it. And my reaction is pretty much the same as a particular right-wing pundit. I, I just saw this soundbite, and I quoted it last night. After five minutes, you're reaching for the whiskey. After 15 minutes, you're reaching for the Xanax. After 45 minutes, you're reaching for the shotgun. That actually came from a guy who normally leans right, because even both sides of the fence agreed that this was a royal flush shit show. I don't know about the rest of you guys. I don't know which would be worse for me to try to listen to half an hour of the, uh, of the debate or the 1985 coil, uh, cover of tainted love. Actually, I think, uh, I think you'd get more, I, I think it would be easier on your nerves. If you listen to Jim Carrey, do that most annoying sound in the world from dumb and dumber for two hours, your brain's going to feel the same any either way. Well, I mean, it was it was so bad that David Pakman was offering to do mercy bands for people to get them out of the channel and block them. It was it that was... bad. Maybe I'll yeah, ask him if he'll I... go up on the show sometime. That'd be funny. You know, I, have you guys ever heard of something called Internet Blood Sports? Uh, didn't we just witness this this week? No, no, no. Uh, this was actually, th this was a trend uh, a couple of years ago. And basically what it was, was uh, a couple of YouTubers getting onto a show that was moderated, and I'm using air quotes here, by somebody. And they would be of differing sociopolitical bends. Or they might be just a couple of drama whores looking to butt heads. I watched one once. Yeah. And it was four hours of two people screaming at each other. And I mean, th this was the kind of thing that actually ended up with uh, two guys willing to get into the octagon. And I'm not, I, I don't mean this figuratively. 
apparently one of them had connections with an MMA circuit that did, you know, no, if, if two people wanted to go in there and duke it out, they could. And so the guy kept saying, I will, I will meet you in the octagon, octagon. I will kick your ass. The other guy said, name the place, name the time. The, 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 the guy who accepted the challenge showed up. The challenger did not. Okay. That was the end of a, that was the end of a particular YouTuber's career. But anyways, this internet blood sports, which was like said, like I said, it's just a shouting match between two people. Yet it was more civilized than that debate. Lord. Okay. So short version of it all. Uh, like I said, it, it was, it was a shit show dumpster fire. No two ways about it. But yep. where the schadenfreude part comes up is that within, uh, somebody remind me, it, it was within 24 or within about 36 hours, Trump was on his way off to Walter Reed Hospital because he got the Rona. It gets... As 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 Dallin is so fond of saying, karma's a bitch. No, the the, the other one. Oh, it, it gets better. Accordingly, there are question marks about what's the timeline of how this all played out. Some were saying he only found out within twenty four hours. Some reports said he knew 72 hours before, meaning that he would have been in the debate session positive or even earlier than the debate session where he was meet and greeting people in public, close quarters, without a mask, where a number of his other people have turned up to be testing out positive. So here's the problem. The only public thing that I put out about it, because I really don't know exactly how to deal with this myself. The one comment that I put out there on social media was, and I'm, I'm admittedly, I'm probably butchering the quote just a little bit, although the quote's been misattributed many, many a time. I would not wish harm on any man. But there are certain obituaries I would read with satisfaction. So the problem now is, how do we square the circle of, we really don't want people to be getting this damn disease because, let's face it, this is a horrible disease of what's coming down the pike. But, again, how do you square the circle? Uh, how, how, how do you square the circle of? But the son of a bitch kind of had it coming. And it's not just, it's, it's not just, uh, screw it, I'll just name names. It's not just Trump. There are a number of people who have had exactly the same kind of thing happen. And that's why I'm saying that this is a, this, this is not a U.S. thing. This is an international thing. It could be, it could be uh, somebody from a, 
lowercase c conservative party who is very much a I want to say anti-vax, but I don't know if that's even quite qualifying, but anti-max rhetoric, 5G, uh, it, it's all its all a government conspiracy to put a mask on everybody, you know, whatever. But there are people who are high up in medical circles and governmental circles who are just saying it's, it's you know, whatever, and they're getting coming down with stuff. Uh, I forget who it was, but there was one, uh, there was one, uh, religious personality, uh, I think in the Orthodox church, I, I think, who was saying that it was a, uh, it was a punishment for, uh, gay marriage. And he came down with it too. So, you know, I think the only thing that I can say, uh, that's good out of it all so far. And I know I'm, I'm invoking the Ricard Murphy to date. Betty White is still COVID free. So, so that's where we are. That's where I'm going. And that's why this is interesting for me for us to tackle because, oh shit, what the hell do we do when we want to be good people, but somebody really feels like they deserve what they're getting? Uh, Joseph, I, I want to kind of start off your way because, you know, I, I, I don't get, I don't get international news and i've been really having a hard time of trying to figure out how i should be how much news i should be consuming because i'm still trying to refine my balance again um over here there's been a lot of uh, there's been a lot of uh public outcry and people who've been on the the uh, i i don't even know how to really describe these people who've basically been science contrarians but over uh, over your side of the water, are is is it really bad? Uh, just cadres of people who just do not want to wear a mask for whatever stupid reason, or people in government that are just like you know whatever you don't have to worry about it, and anything at all like that. I'm I'm hoping not. Um, as far as Paris is concerned, uh, well. Um, we're obliged by law to wear masks in public places, so there's not even any room for any contrarians. But uh, I can tell you, when I was down in Burgundy for the last time, um, yeah, there were a lot of people there who thought COVID was just bullshit. But I can see in recent weeks that um, uh, the level the level of afflicted there has risen to. Um, Paris levels per capita. So they're in the red zone uh, with Paris. Hmm. Yeah, it's hard to say what the general consensus is, but I mean, the science still isn't clear, and uh, I think people are showing a bit of frustration with that. But I think it's more an attitude of, um, you know, waiting for solutions. And getting kind of frustrated with politicians, just uh, um, yeah, just basically making sound bites, uh, buying time, and hoping the the COVID doesn't hurt their ratings too much. God, isn't that the you know that's forgive me for using the terminology, isn't that the killer though about the whole damn thing? 
that these people are worried about whatever numbers and ratings and how people think about them. And it seems so much less than the actual public welfare. Yeah, it's basically every logical fallacy in the book. Well, maybe not every one of them. I mean, it's kind of hard to call science um, contrarianism a gish gallop. Well, the whole point of science is to um, learn in a concrete fashion as much about our environment as possible um, in a way that uh, makes it easy to share with others, which means you can you provide the claim and the evidence at the same time make it accessible to everybody. So, I don't know, somebody would, um, how would you say, is contrary a verb? <laughs> I'd like to use it as a verb. But it's somebody who would uh, go against that, well, they're basically, they're going against their own interests. Yeah, that's, you know, I, I, I don't even, I don't even know how to, I don't even know how to process people like that. Uh, Bridget, you you know better than than the rest of us, for the most part. That there are there are trends that happen in in medicine, and we know this. Every uh, every cold season, you know, there, there's a season for it. Well, I mean, I mean, I should say every fall into winter is traditionally the rhinovirus season. I should say it yep. better that way. We know full well that influenza happens to typically follow along the heels of that. Uh, we know that at the beginning of uh, of school seasons, head lice tends to be something that flares up and then goes away again, as you know, just because of the the cyclic nature of things. And the fact that we're in the middle of something that's not unprecedented, but not in working memory for a hundred years. How, how the hell can there be medical professionals who are trained to, to kind of know about this kind of stuff who would actually be of the mindset of, nah, it's not nearly as bad as what everybody's saying, because we've heard there are medical professionals I use the term loosely in that case because we would expect they would know better to be just poo-pooing the whole damn thing. Yep, still are until they happen to catch it and then they're like, oh shit, this is serious. And what really floors me, and this is not about doctors, but you know, this is just locals where I live uh, in a very red state. Um, someone on, on Facebook had just posted, you know, something about, well, you know, now Trump and Melania have, you know, tested positive for COVID. And I made a comment that said, well, so much for not wearing masks and not social distancing. And that's all I said. And, uh, and, you know, so much for not social distancing, not wearing masks. I do both. Somebody commented on that and called me a deviant. What? Um, that excuse me. That needs a little bit more. Uh, that that needs at least one more adjective to go along oh, with it. Like, how, how does that make me a deviant? 
there was nothing that I said there that was like, ha ha, glad he got it or anything like that. Uh, just, you know, it's like, oh, well, so much for blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I make sure that I do X, Y, and Z. How does that make me a deviant? I don't know. Cause me, I'm, I'm thinking that there should be, uh, like I said, another adjective in there. Like uh, the oh, first one that comes maybe. to my mind is sexual deviant, but I mean that we're not talking about me tonight. I oh, hope. But, uh, I was like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's what. Sorry. A deviant from what? Exactly. I think it's the same way how somebody would say a particular video game isn't for them. And suddenly they're an istophobe or they're, something else because you've basically disagreed with someone. And these days, everybody's got such a short fuse that if you disagree with them on one small thing, they decide to nuke you from orbit so that their fragile little bubble of whatever is, isn't compromised or threatened. Yeah. If wearing a mask and social distancing makes me a deviant, then I guess I'm just like really warped deviant. No. I'll, I'll Wear, idol. Wearing a mask and social distancing is a contradiction to that other person's bubble. And that other person is a pearl clutching, gasping, needs a chaise lounge or, or needs a settee to faint on because you dared to express a different opinion. And these days that is, that's cancel bait right there. Yeah. Uh, there, there was a word that you used, by the way, a di- distophobe. Istophobe. Istophobe. I'm sorry. I yeah. don't recognize okay. that one. <laughs> sorry. This is, you see, this is what happens when you're unemployed and YouTube is one of your companions because a lot of Netflix stuff sucks. Um, Istophobe. It's a shortening of things like you are a racist, sexist, homophobe, transphobe. Uh, Did I miss any? Um, Classist, ableist, um, homophobe. No, did I say that one? I did. Uh, Basically, there, there are people out there that if you disagree with them in so much one little thing, they will basically shotgun blast you with every single one of those incels, hoping one of them sticks. Gotcha. Okay. And yeah, it's like, what do you, it's like, why are you calling me that? I just said that I like coffee more than tea. And that's sometimes just that's that statement. There is actually enough to trigger people these days. What you just, they see a difference in opinion as a threat to their very survival. And, I mean, let's see and, and it's getting worse these days. Well, yeah, because um, things, you know, the, the wealth disparity and all that, well, things are getting, and with COVID, um, our existence is, for a good lot of us, is getting so fragile that uh, actually people are in a kind of panic about yeah. what to do. The truth be told, yeah. Whatever their leader, provider, decider, whoever they've chosen as their survival guide, whatever they're telling them isn't working anymore. Yeah, tr- do. truth be told, Joseph, this has been happening since it, it, it started way back, like as far back as 2016. I've been I've been kind of watching this develop sort of on the social political spectrum, 
And it's been a slow burn that just erupted this year. Like I, I think COVID and a lot of other events were, were just finally the spark to the powder keg. I've seen it happen since Reagan. I saw it begin with Reagan. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like a slow climb, but I mean, you know, we've been getting progressively more towards, sorry to say it like this, but stupid. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not talking specifically about, you know, the, the, the disparity, which obviously was there, but I'm talking about like the, a more vocal public getting yeah, I, out there. And you know, when we get the, we get the canceling, we get the deplatforming, we get the, I will yell anything at you. And hopefully one of them will stick often enough that you will either kill yourself or get off social media. So we don't have to listen to you anymore. Even though all you have to do is just block the person or suspend interacting with that person for 30 days or there are ways to turn it off. You yeah. don't have to, you don't have to destroy a person's life just because they prefer whiskey to beer or coffee to tea, or they don't like the new star Wars movie. It's it, funny how people, it's a little more complex than that because I mean, people like this, you know, these flowers or whatever you want to call them, which is, you know, it's funny how they pretend to be at the same time. Uh, the most authoritative uh, alpha, whatever, uh, and at the same time they they're 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 so offended. But anyways, but these people are always there. But the the problem is they tend to be the loudest. And since the advent of the internet, um, they have even more voice and more platform. And the more voice and more platform they get, the more the politicians are going to cater to them. Because that's who they think they're their voters are. Yeah. And for, uh, just to kind of put a little bit of a bow on this one, uh, this is not a new thing. And this is something that easily predates, uh, the Reagan, uh, us uh, presidency era, which would be 1980. This can easily go back to, well, uh, let's face it. Um, time immemorial at this point, you want to look at, uh, the earliest pieces that we've got for exactly this kind of thing, go looking at the Catholic church and excommunication. Yeah. I mean, it it's, you, you can start it from there and you know, deal with it. However you want from there. This aside for a second though, the problem is that, uh, not the disagreements that we've got with person to person. It's a matter of trying to figure out for ourselves how do we deal with these people who have been, for lack of a better way of putting it, a pain in the ass, who have basically said, you know, whatever, I know better, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow the COVID away, and th they end up dropping dead because, well, um, they didn't take the science of germ theory to heart. I mean, that's 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 really what would, I mean, shit. That's that's really what it comes down to. Admittedly, this is a virus, not a germ, but be that as it may, it's it's still the same kind of infection thing. Same principle. Yeah, yeah. These are are these the same people that say that you don't get uh, uh damn it um 
all of a sudden I've forgotten what the word for it is. Uh, the common cold, uh, for instance. You know, it, it happens to, to everybody sooner or later. It could be a flu. It could, uh, you look the wrong way. It could be freaking mumps and measles, polio all over again. But, you know, we don't have that happening anymore because, well, we've found ways of dealing with that. But now the problem is nobody thinks to remember about that anymore because it's not around. It's not in the social consciousness. Yeah, and then you've got the anti-vaxxer crowd that, you know, they, they actually have enough influence socially that a lot of stuff that we thought we eradicated, guess what? It's back. It's, yeah. not, that it, it, it's not that it wasn't – it's not that it was eradicated. It's just that we had a way to deal with it, and now we don't. So now we've got the parents who are anti-vaxxers who have damned their children through no fault of their own, these children, I might add. Yeah. And what the, what, 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 what the hell do we do? And because this is exactly the same, the same situation. Wasn't there something, um, there were programs, uh, and we talked about this once a long time ago, uh, where doctors or hospitals or, or somebody in the medical profession was willing to, if kids came to them looking for a vaccination, they would actually do them if their parents were anti-vaxxers. Yeah, uh, there's... And I mean, that opens up a legal Pandora's box, you know, things like, you know, are you an adult, age of consent, who has the authority over you, depending on your age. Age of majority, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Um that's, you know, and that's, that's a really crappy thing that we're in that, <laughs> that we actually have to deal with that shit. And it's even worse. Okay. Joe, because you've talked about this on many a time when it came to, um, having to get, uh, immunizations while you were still in the service. You've uh, talked about this before. You got the equivalent of a, 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 a horse's circulatory system worth of stuff pumped into you over the all in one day. Yeah. Yep. But the question is, did it work? Because, to the best of my knowledge, the only thing that you've actually suffered specifically was uh, acceleration trauma, very specifically. That's that's a lovely way to put it, Shoe. And I don't think you can vaccinate against that. No. Vaccinate, no. No. And you don't exactly build up a tolerance to that either. I know some pilots that would disagree, but... Tolerance and limit are two very different things. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, the, but, but the point that I'm going for is that even though you were probably given above the recommended dosages at various times, when it came down to what they were immunizing you against disease-wise, to the best of my recollection, I don't think that you've ever talked about having gotten sick from any of those particular items. The injections themselves might have, you know, overtaxed your system a couple times, but 
Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think you ended up sick from particular diseases they were shooting you up against. No. And I'll tell you what, I've, all, I've generally gotten my flu shots, and while, yeah, I might feel like shit for a day or two following, I don't often get the flu. Yeah, yeah I think I'm going to finally do that for a change. Well, that, um, that, that side effect of the flu shot, that's normal. Yeah. Yeah. That's your uh, immune system revving up. I'm yeah. Sure it works. Uh, that qualifies you know, as a good thing for surprisingly. Yeah. It, it, it does. Yeah. And I mean, these days I'm, I'm on the hook every five years. I have to go and get enough injections done that my arm is going to smart like a bitch for a week. Gotcha. Uh, Stephanie put something over. I forgot that made me like really, really sick was yellow fever vaccine. That made me feel pretty shitty for several days. I mean, just reminding everybody that yellow fever is nasty. Yeah. A a couple of days of feeling really crappy. Yeah. I I think, I think for the most part, we'd take that. I would think. Uh, Stephanie had put and reminding you all that, you know, Stephanie's over, over the water, over in the UK. Um, There are regular stories of teenagers who get vaccinated as soon as they have the legal right. Uh, I think about age 15 or 16. Over here in the States, um, the what's, if I remember right, the term for it is the age of majority is different from, from state to state. And being that there are 50 plus, you know, a couple of territories and, protectorates and all that happy horseshit uh it's 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 kind of hard to try to figure out who does and who doesn't based on age because i i could see if you lived on a, a state you know if you were if you were living in a state where the age of majority was 16 but the state just you know a couple of miles over if if you're near a border it's 15 and you wanted to get vaxxed, you know, you could step over the line and, and get yourself done and get back in time for dinner. You know, if, if you're a good bicyclist, I suppose. So, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it, it's still a really, really weird legal quagmire because, I mean, generally speaking, we, we expect that until you hit 18 or 21 for various other things, you know, you're expected to be under the, I'm trying to figure what the right word is for this one. Uh, you're, you're under the, you're under the auspice, the protectorate, uh, the, the guidance. Uh, I don't know what the right word is for it. The, the, the legal protection of whoever it is that is your legal guardian. Yes. And that's, you know what, Bridget, you you bring it back over to you. That's got to be something that here in the States has got to be a massive, massive legal quackmire like crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's even problematic if you happen to get injured and you're, you know, under 18 and they have to take you to the hospital. You You can't do any treatment without consent. Even if you're about to die. Although they would probably be under some kind of obligation to at least keep you stable. 
Yeah, but they opened themselves up to a lawsuit if your parents did not agree to it. Well, if somebody's got a knife sticking out of their chest, I'm pretty sure they would, uh, they, they would probably, you know what, I'm, I'll shut up there. Yeah. I'm going, I, I'm going down an area that I, I really don't need to be. Yeah. So we, if you've know, you got something to go with that, yeah, real quick, and then we'll kind of pull it back yeah. a little bit. All I can say is I think, um, I think it's kind of the same up in, you know, up here is that, uh, your parent or your legal guardian until you're of, you know, the, the age of an adult. Uh, whatever that may be. Um, I think, yeah, I, I think we have the same thing here, but there's, I, I think when stuff like that came around, there was an assumption of, uh, I'm about to say a really bad word here, uh, especially in today's uh, climate, Go common on. sense. <laughs> Jeez. That, th- that if, if your kid is is sick or if your kid is in need of something like that, or if the general public says that, hey, um, this vaccine is going to keep your kid from, you know, spouting green and pink lesions all over their body and dying a twisted and horrible death, uh, that the parents would go, yeah, you know, sh- shoot the kid up for Christ's sake. In a needle sense, not, you know. Yeah. Um, But these days, it seems that a lot of that common sense has flown the coop. Yep. And, you know, now it's, you know, God will protect him or, um, you know, all praise Dr. Wakefield. And yeah, I, I, I harp on that one quite a bit, even though I know he's been debunked, but. Just, uh, j- just, just for official sake, please remember, Dallin should have said X doctor. Just, just for well, yeah. But again, people will. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. They'll still cite him as as that. So, yeah, except, yeah. Except for not citing him for the tool that he is, but that's a whole other thing. Well, yeah. yeah. Some of us will acknowledge him for the tool that he is, but yeah. Uh, the reason why I was kind of going down this avenue, though is the fact that we're dealing with a relative unknown as far as this specific virus is concerned. We don't have any any way of dealing with it uh, in a preventative measure, a prophylactic measure. To That's actually the, the correct term for it, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. We don't have... We don't have an antivirus. We don't have... A, we don't have an injection to boost an immunity. Hell, we uh, so many different pieces about this. The best we can do currently, at, to the best of my knowledge, and if anybody knows better, please correct me. The best we can do currently is to help the human body that's infected to be as relaxed and comfortable with as little extra work as possible in order to allow the natural biological systems and immune system to combat the symptoms and the disease on its own. Because we don't have very much of anything else. Hydrochlorox wipes notwithstanding. 
do do I have a pretty good uh, pretty good understanding from what everybody else has understood so far of this same thing? Yeah. TLDR, we don't have a vaccine yet. We don't have any way to prevent this thing or to safeguard ourselves for it from it now. Yeah. The the best we can do is if somebody's got it, we've got some stuff that is shown to more or less work, you know, and there are community things we could do, which are, which we are doing, you know, masks, social distancing, mm -hmm. washing your damn hands. Um, but yeah, I, I think you hit it on the head. <clears throat> um, stupid question. If I remember correctly, it's the alcohol in these, uh, these, um, uh, hand sanitation stations and whatnot that help to, uh, to kill the, the diseases on, on, or the whatever stuff on your hands, right? Yep. Okay. So now I'm kind of wondering, um, cheap vodka. Nope. Uh, I want to say wrong alcohol. Wrong alcohol. It has to be at least 60% alcohol. Yeah. Okay. And, so and, and isopropyl. Beach. Yeah. And I, isopropyl is, uh, I don't think it's really drinkable. No. Depending on your line. level of, depending on your level of desperation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, so much for that. Uh, I was figuring I'd ask if Hooch was, uh, was good to just, I mean, we, we could conceivably, uh, you know, film with Hooch from, from the wrong end. Uh, I, I don't know if that's. You would need something that's at least 151 proof. I mean, not 151 proof. Uh, yeah. 151 proof or better. Everclear would work. I can only say that I never really pictured myself living in a world where my hands consumed more alcohol than my stomach did. I bet you... Um, <laughs> Appleton Estates makes a 151 rum. Yeah, 151 would work. Yeah, but it's but it's too damn tasty. I'd sooner drink it than wash my hands with it. <laughs> Joey, if I'm being if I'm being honest, Joey, uh, yeah, you know, uh, you, you say that, and the first thing that comes to my mind is, you know, both you and Doctor Conway probably feel exactly the same way. <laughs> like just Con taking some vodka would not be would not be strong enough. So I'm con I'm convinced Doctor Conway saw it coming. He's been prepping for. I mean that—that's why he's got that stockpile of alcohol, right? Sure. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Either, <laughs> either that, or he's just trying to numb his senses from dealing with damn furries. I believe the expression I'm looking for right about now is um, "moving right along." Dub it, I'm dub it. There's a there's a song and dance routine and all this. And hey, sarcasm's hard in text. It should be easy true. by voice. That's true. That's true. All right, so we don't have great treatment available. We don't have any real um we don't we don't have we don't have a vaccine. The best we can do is try to prevent people from accidentally infecting each other if they are asymptomatic. Because those that are symptomatic would typically end up staying home, we would hope. Except for the whole, you know, 
capitalist com- community of of just go in when you're sick because you don't have any sick days. You know, if that's 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 another thing, another time. But I think we have disproven your theory um, there, Shijin, because uh, like Hope Hicks was symptomatic and you know still did shit. <laughs> And you know, yeah, there was this whole super spreader event thing that happened at the Rose Garden, and and there and, uh, and therein is and, is exactly the problem of and there's speculation now that that Trump was you know possibly symptomatic during the debates. That's why he was sweating so much. But even after he knew that he tested positive, he still went to a couple of campaign events and a fundraiser. So. Well, I don't know if you guys saw, um, I, I just saw it earlier tonight, um, before the show, uh, there was a video released of Trump getting back to work while still at the hospital. And he actually, he did a video address or whatever, you know, singing the praises of, of the hospital for, for helping him and everything like that. But you should have seen how he looked. I haven't seen it yet. What's he? Okay. He was having a hard time breathing too. Well, yeah. And, and just the look on now, I don't know. Maybe it was just because he didn't have a chance, you know, to get his pancake makeup artist or whatever. Cause I mean, you, you know how much prepping cosmetic prepping a lot of these people go through. Yep. Um, this guy looked like he had aged 10 years in that video. His hair was almost white. He looked, even though like he still got the mutton chops for jowls and everything like that, but he looked gaunt. If I was to like, just, uh, okay. (laughs) You remember when I got out of the hospital? I don't know if you ever saw saw videos. Well, shoot. You and I had that face call when I was still in. Okay. Yeah. He looked really pale. He did not look well. Well, he, like I said, he looked pale, he looked gaunt. And what I was getting at was like, I'd been in for two months and I had lost a significant amount of weight. I wish I'd kept it off, but that's another story. But I just remember how drawn my face looked and he kind of looked the same, th- same way. He looked his age, his butt, but he's pushing what? 74 now or something like that. 72, whatever, whatever he had. Because there's people saying, oh, it wasn't COVID. And that's on either side. Whatever hit him, hit him hard. Well, see, now here, here's the problem. And this kind of, uh, again, it's tying into the, into the overall thing of it all. The timeline, as we've understood it, has several different conflicting reports. He... He tested positive and within 24 hours went to the hospital. He tested positive 72 hours before going to the hospital. He was not, uh, he, he was not positive going into the debate, but he got there too late in order to submit for the, the test ahead of time. So it was done on the honor system. He was positive before it and intentionally was delayed so that he didn't have to go through it. There are so many different things about this whole damn thing, but it all still comes down to the whole. He knew it was bad. Supposedly. 
and refused to do anything about it publicly. Again, supposedly, I'm giving as much benefit of the doubt as I can on this one for just a couple of seconds. Just, just humor an old man for a moment. So, if, if the information was correct, that the folks from CDC were right, that the medical community was correct about the severity, the virility, am I thinking of the right, that's probably not the right term, the, the, uh, the transmission rates. Whatever. I, I don't. Yeah, you, we don't you know what like the word we're looking for is virulence. Virulence. Thank you. At least I got the fucking view correct. Um, it, you know, if if all the information, as stated by the professionals in those jobs, was right, and the SOB intentionally said it's going to make me look bad if I go ahead and 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 tell everybody the truth, so I'm going to lie about it. And again, playing this up as this is what it seems like, went ahead and told everybody, you will lie about this. Period. End of story. Like I said, you know, as I, as I put it to somebody else on Twitter at one point, you know, it's like the hens have come home to roost. You know, this thing is finally finally come in and bit him in the ass. But the trouble is the, the, the big, if you're saying there, we'll never know. Possibly. I, I, th- I think, all right, take this one really, really quickly aside. Eventually all is known. It's it truism. All is known. <laughs> it's just a question of who knows and when will they know? Because sooner or later, all is known. Trust me when I say this one. I worked in IT. I know a little something about this one. In any case, I worked in I. I worked in IT too. Yeah, and yeah, I've I've dealt with that. But when it comes to politics, politics is not IT. No, public relations is not IT. No, but and there there are things out there that we still don't know that have taken decades. Yeah, and have had speculators conspiracy theorists, doc, <laughs> documentarians, again, I'm using air quotes, and journalists, again, I'm using air quotes, who talked about some of the most memorable parts in history. We still don't know. No, no, no. And so, and, and this one here, given what is, given what's riding on that outcome, yeah. This entire panel, everybody in chat, and hell, the, the people who are hosting the audio files that I'm that I put up every week or every whenever I can, we're all going to be dead and dust before this is ever known. Possibly, but the the point of it is, sooner or later, the information will get out, and with the age of information that we have now, that's probably going to end up being more sooner than later, even if it is ungodly long. But in any case, we've got these people. They're now getting sick. They've gone ahead and they've gone completely against 
the 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 recommendations of the people who are the pros. We don't want people to have to go through this. We don't want more people to die. So how do we deal with ourselves uh, the double standard of if he dies, he dies. I can't do a Dolph Lundgren to save my life. I don't, I don't have blonde hair. I got, I got, I got mostly white hair. I guess no. So <laughs> I've seen some of the old pictures of myself now. I can't believe how dark my hair once was. Anyway, I, I don't know how to. I, I, I don't, I don't know how to deal with this one myself. You know, uh, I, I don't want somebody to get cancer. You guys have known me long enough to know full well. I am an unabashed, you know, hashtag fuck cancer guy. I, I don't, I don't, I don't want it for anybody. But I don't know how do we deal with these people. We've joked about the we we've joked about the the, the religious folks who have gone ahead and and uh, talked about you know how. This is a nothing burger. It's uh, it's uh, it's it's all in your mind. Nothing's going on with this. Two weeks later, Stone Cold dead. And we've kind of the, joked about it and poo pooed them. And and well, you know, they got what they yeah. they got what they preached. And now, yeah, the the biggest the the biggest difference between you know this and cancer is that. Uh, it's a known cancer, commodity. Well, more than that, uh, cancer is not exactly something that you can you can't get a vaccine for it. Uh, well, okay. What I'm saying though is that it's going to hit at some point. Like it's, I I would I would not put COVID on the same level as cancer in terms of I would not wish this on anybody or that, you know, somebody says, you know, uh, I'll, I'll never get cancer. And then they get it. You know, there, there's a bit of a disposition there, isn't there genetically? Uh, yes and no. Um, Bridget, help me out on this one just a little bit. The, there are certain materials that will uh, more directly uh, force cancer, for for lack of a better way of putting it, to metastasize, uh, and uh, smoking is typically one of them. Uh, we know full well that one of the other ones is uh, asbestos, and various forms of ionizing radiation. Uh, I can't think of anything else off the top of my head beyond that. Uh, is is there something else that you can think of that? No, I mean, all those things, you know, cause damage to DNA and then you have replication errors and that's how you get cancer. Yeah. yeah. And and making sure that we uh, we understand the uh, the category that I'm putting these into smoking usually is a voluntary activity. Usually. Um, asbestos uh, is. Yes and no. I mean, <laughs> you, you, the, the use of asbestos was voluntary 
before they really knew how bad this shit was. But well, yeah, and that's you know you see that all over the place with you know yeah what we've learned yeah and uh, as far as radiation is concerned, um, there there is still radiation in the atmosphere from various natural and not so natural uh, uh, radiation uh, items that happen. There, there's natural radiation all over the place. Uh, New Jersey famously has had a couple of situations where uh, families had to be evacuated from their houses because radon uh, came spewing up through the ground because just natural clump of it underground. So, you know, this, this stuff just happens. So... But there's background radiation always. Yes. And there's uh, there's uh, uh, interstellar radiation that ends up hitting us every once in a while. There's stuff from the sun. Uh, UV, uh, B and C? I, I don't remember what the hell it is, but uh, ultraviolet light will do it at, uh, at some form because it breaks down uh, cellular structures to a certain degree. Uh, there's uh, interstellar and... Uh, uh, cosmic rays. We don't usually think of that because it doesn't really cause a thing most of the time, but you, know, this, you start to get into the really exotic stuff that way. Yeah. So, but, but, but it is cumulative. We know that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Airplanes. I guess what I'm getting at. Air, 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 uh, air, airplane pilots have got to deal with that because they're, uh, they're up in the, uh, uh, they're up higher in the atmosphere. Uh, a lot of times astronauts, Van Allen belts don't want to be playing around through all that shit. You know, there's, I'm, I'm pointing out that there is some stuff that is more voluntary, less voluntary, environmental, but, yeah. but for the most part, for degenerative organics, uh, uh, I don't want to call it a disease at that point. Does cancer qualify as a disease because yes. of the way that it starts? Okay. Uh, degenerative disease like cancer you know we we do have some some voluntary way of dealing with it ourselves on that angle and the one that i was thinking of by the way for uh uh for um vaccination was uh cervical cancer right is that the one that i'm thinking of h uh, h hpv yeah yeah hpv yeah okay yeah the, the human papillomavirus Yes. And by the way, if you have guys, if you, ha if you have, if you have boys, uh, as kids, give them the freaking, uh, uh, give, give them the, um, the, uh, the injection too. Just because they don't have a cervix doesn't mean they can't be a carrier. Please just you uh, know, do that. Yeah. Same, same with yeast infections. Just so you know. Uh, apparently, that apparently men can carry the thing that causes the thing in the women. Well, I mean, HPV can also cause uh, penile cancer as well. Oh, oh there's a comforting thought. A uh, true story, and no, it can I, also I, cause um, throat I cancer. You. I believe you. Well, um, but anyways, to to my point, and actually, uh, Felis bailed me out. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Felix wrote, you can't get cancer from being within close proximity of another person, right? Yes. Correct. Okay. Unless, un un unless, unless they bite you and, and it's, it's a really weird, uh, if, 
I mean, okay, can, can, can we lay, yeah, can we lay off the whole deviant slash Daisy type I'm, thing? I'm, it's October, man. You got to get ready for Halloween. Universal movie monster thing. It's I mean, October fourth. It's it started. All right, just just go with me on this one. Uh, why do and, I do this show, anyways? Because you my, have no life. You said that. No, wait, was that you or was that Joe? I've probably said it before. Yeah, whatever. Uh, also, HPV can cause anal cancer, in case you're wondering. True story. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so get your ass ticked out before it's too late, Turkis. Okay. Um, for, the, for the record, that, that long pause that you all heard, yeah, that was uh, that was completely organic and natural. So, yeah. I mean, that's how fear of Fawcett died and i mean it's true story yeah uh, anyways what, what i was getting at is that I, I i've never heard and again just from my own experience i've never heard of people okay why are you waggling your finger at no 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 not not at you at at, at Felis. Felis is gonna stay away from my butt all capitals <laughs> by the way but just, hey, you, you know what? That's a, that's a conversation between you and her. I'm, that's I'm that's that's, that. that's why I'm, I'm yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I've never heard of a person who talked about cancer as being a false flag or or, or something else, and then ending up getting it. In my experience. What we're seeing with, with what we're seeing with COVID is, you know, people saying that, oh, it's a conspiracy. Oh, I'll never get it. And I don't need to wear a mask. And then they suddenly get it. I think it's just because of the of the virulence of it, the fact that it can spread. That you know, we we, we look at the the whole thing of somebody poo-pooing something and then they end up getting it. It's kind of like you you, you want the, you, they're choking on the irony. I'm losing my focus here because of that whole sidetrack we no, took. That's that's okay. Yeah, real, real quick, by the way, uh, because of what you said. Yeah, I I, I never thought of it in this uh, in this angle. Uh, open all uh, to to everybody for a second. Does anybody ever remember hearing anybody talking about cancer in? In terms of it's fake. No. I've heard conspiracy theories about radio waves causing cancer, but, you know, that's... Well, technically, they're not fine. But but There's big technicality and all that. No. Yeah. uh, See, part of the reason why I I kind of wonder about that one is that, I mean, we've, we've... We've got the whole conspiracy theories about treatments of cancer, but not of cancer itself. And we've got the the duel right now where there is the conspiracy theory about the COVID coronavirus SARS-2. Is that is that is that the right name of it? Yes. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, it's SARS two. Okay, we we've got the 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 dual conspiracy of SARS two is a conspiracy, so we've got these magical elixir cures for it, 
which is unproven at best. This is probably the nicest way of putting it at the moment. Jesus, what we've got here, what we've got here is a Wild West snake oil. Holy shit, I never thought of it in these terms. We've got people peddling the idea that in in reverse term, you don't have a problem, but you've got a problem. But we've got something that doesn't work, but will work. And there are people who are lapping this shit up. But why? Okay, here's... I mean, I'm hoping that I'm making sense with this because th- yeah. this is this is so ass backwards from what I think should happen with with people who are at least scientifically literate to a certain degree that this shit should not happen like this. Yeah, but it's an unknown. You've got you've got an unknown versus fear versus opportunistic people saying, "How can I make a buck off this?" What I wanted to get at, though, was, you know, the, the difference between sort, sort of getting back to the whole schadenfreude thing. I, I want to try to, <laughs> here I am, the rambling man trying to steer the boat back. I'll, I'll say, I'll go back to it. Jack Layton. I've mentioned him before. He was the former leader of the NDP up here in Canada. Um. Not the kind of person you would want running a country because some of his ideas were uh, radical, to say the least. Engaged in some pretty heavy uh, smearing of the current prime minister of the prime minister at the uh, the time. Uh, Didn't have too many nice things to say about him. He was diagnosed with cancer. And I don't think anybody at least nobody I knew who was worth listening to said anything about like, uh, Oh gee, you know, I, I guess old Jackie boy there just got his just desserts or, you know, yay, Jack's going to die. You know, we never heard that. And as a matter of fact, when he finally did pass and this was, quite possibly one of the nicest things I ever heard anyone say about an opponent who had been so vitriolic and visceral in office. Stephen Harper at the time said that Jack was the kind of guy that you could butt heads with him all the, all the live long day in at work. But at the end of the day, you'd want to buy a beer, buy him a beer and, and sit and talk with him. The mark of the statesman, which we've hammered home many times. Mm-hmm. That to me showed that there's some decent human beings out there. But but the thing is, that was cancer. That was something that when it hits, it's gonna hit. And no matter your prevention, no matter whatever, there's still that X factor, that uncertainty principle that you could be as preventative as possible, it still might happen. 
the thing with COVID is that it's not a dice roll. Exactly. It's not the same with, dice roll as cancer. With, with COVID, uh, it's like stepping into a lion's den. With cancer, the lion is behind a partition that he's going to have a hard time getting through. He still might get through it, but more often than not, he's not going to. With COVID, that partition's a lot thinner. And that line is going to get out a lot easier. And there are, and if you're not wearing the right body armor, um, you're fucked. Yeah, in this case, the body armor should be a, an armored tank, but that's a whole other thing. Stephanie said something that got me, uh, got part of my head going. Everyone knows someone who's died of cancer. It's too much in their face for them to deny it. But we know full well that we we talked about this one not too very long ago. The people who are now grasping at the comorbidity thing and saying that it's more like 10% and not all of the ones that are from yeah. COVID. And, you know, the whole it's not in their face. This is the willful ignorance of it's not in their face. They're intentionally pushing it away so that it's not um, in their circles. I want to take a crap shit at this one. Uh, there's no vaccine. There is a very big chance that people will get this thing. Yeah. People are terrified. Damn straight. And I think that they are so terrified that they can't cope with it. Like, I, I think for a lot of people, this is a paralyzing fear. I mean, when it, when it first hit and I realized that I had to start going out with a mask and realizing my situation, I was apprehensive of stepping outside my door would be an understatement. Now, listening to the news, watching things and understanding that there are there, there are things that a community can do to help prevent the spread or prevent people contracting it. And by following those, well, I'm still here. I got a, I, I got a sniffle uh, last weekend. Uh, was a little apprehensive, but I'm okay. Evidenced by the fact that I'm here. Yeah. Appreciate um, it. Well, here's where I'm indulging in some schadenfreude. Because I'm just a horrible person. Yeah, I did manage to make it through all of the debate. And at one point, Trump was making fun of Joe Biden for wearing a mask all the time. And he's like, that's the biggest mask I've ever seen. And he's always wearing a mask. And so I'm like, you dumbass. Yeah. Yeah. That, I, that's I there. That and you see, as much as I don't want you know, I, I wouldn't wish this on anybody. Um, yeah, you know, the, 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 maybe the chicken, maybe the, the hens are coming home to roost. Um, I think what I'd like to see, and I'm not going to, because, you know, <laughs> when, when you're a showman, uh, you know, the, the show must go on. I'd like to see if, 
maybe he's got a new respect for this thing and that maybe he's going to take it a little more seriously or, or maybe not be such a bombastic bloviating blowhard over this whole thing. Wow. Points for alliteration. Well, um, hold that, hold that idea for a second. Yeah. Something tells me if I remember correctly, the way that this thing is going to end up turning his Avili into um, Jello, he is not going to be able to physically. Physically, what bloviate? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's not going to be able to breathe worth a damn, and that's that's where part of the problem is going to be coming in. If, and I hate to do this one. If he actually is infected, because there are some people who are saying this is going to turn out to be a complete and utter conspiracy to make no, it the I October surprise. Uh, no, I think he's really got no, it. No, no, they I am, no, I'm not. I'm not playing that one at all. Mm-hmm. That is way too tinfoil hatty for. No, I know. I know. I mean. Uh, and uh, I'm 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 bringing he up Occam's shaving kit on this one. Yeah, he wouldn't be at Walter Reed if he really didn't have it. You know what? I wouldn't put it past him. I, I now I I am not saying that I that I agree at all because I think it would be an incredible amount of planning, plotting, scheming, um, doctoring of information like crazy. I don't think that I don't think this son of a bitch would would do something like this. No, but it, that, but that's... again, but again, if there's one thing that we've learned from this group, as soon as you think that they've hit rock bottom, so is there the possibility that something's gone really funky on this one? No, I don't think so. I've seen the photos of him walking off where photographers have seen and said, okay, see this weird bulge in the, the jacket pocket of his suit? Yeah, that's a little uh that's a little canister. Oh for whatever. No, no, hold on. The idea that he could have had oxygen being fed to him and the statements that have been made that he um he's not on supplemental oxygen any longer. Could there be a conspiracy of trying to trying to fudge that he does so that he can come out in October with his big October surprise that look at me, I'm all nice and cured. I, I don't think that that's real likely possibility, but it's something that circulated. But you know, I don't know what to think with this group anymore any of these groups it it isn't just trump it's the the guys uh the uh the pms uh in uh, in in england in you know countries leaders around the world who have who've all done it religious groups it it doesn't matter where they are what language they speak there are people who just will not are completely ignoring the germ theory of medicine for Christ's sake, which is what this is. 
His luck just finally ran out. That's all. Yeah, I think actually, I think a lot of people are just sailing up the river Be, because we, our generation, the previous generation, have not had to deal with anything like this. I mean, uh, what was uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna call it what it's been known as, and if you want to poo poo me on it, fuck you. Uh, the Spanish flu. Yeah. Um, that was, I think, the last big one that humanity had to deal with. Yeah. That, I'm sorry, Joseph? Polio? No, Spanish flu. Uh, I know, but I mean, uh, polio also. Uh, yeah, but, but like I'm talking in terms of a pandemic that, you know, well, okay, maybe polio was also the same. I don't know. Um, but my, my point is, is that the human race hasn't had to deal with something this urgently severe in a hundred years. Yeah. In a hundred years. So the fact that we're dealing with it now, even after we've had all these years of, you know, great medical advances, uh, it's, I I think honestly, I, I think the reason a lot of people are denying everything, uh, you know, business interests besides I think it's just a lot of them are just in denial that how could this happen to the modern world? We, we shouldn't have to deal with stuff like this because we are so technologically and medically advanced. And it's like, Oh wait, there's a pandemic. No, it's gotta be a conspiracy because we're too smart for that. And yet Eminem is getting thrown out of mumble rap places because nobody can understand actual lyrical lyrics anymore. Yeah. Another, that, um, you know, it's really funny because the if you look through history um, for, you know, some real information about the Spanish flu post world war one. Mm-hmm. There's not much about it um, because, um, you know, it's people that make it through things like this who tend to write history. And um, those who don't make it quite often don't even get into the history books. Oh, it's a sad fact. History is written by the victors. Yeah. Or the survivors, uh, I should say. Yeah, the survivors. But because, it, I mean, it's, it's coming down once again to a case where, um, you know, unless it happens to me, it's not real. So, like, the people who make it through, um, they can be in denial of it, because it didn't happen to them. It's instinctively stupid, but, I mean, that's the way it is. Uh, You know, that actually reminds me of a line from uh, Attack of the Clones, the the second Star Wars prequel. And it was in the, uh, Obi-Wan was in the archives looking for, I think, the planet Kamino. And the librarian in the place, uh, turns out her name is Jocasta New. She said something. Said, if it doesn't exist in the Jedi archives, it didn't happen. Or it, it, it's, it doesn't exist. And th- th- what you just said there, Joseph, really, that struck the chord there with that. In that, yeah, if if history refuses to record it or if history is, you know, if, if nobody writes it down, then I guess it didn't, it, it didn't happen or it didn't exist. 
like nothing nothing is that simple i mean um you also have to take into account the the politicians of the time if the pandemic was badly managed um well the politicians wouldn't really want it to enter into history either because uh. bad management the trump administration do you think their management of COVID is gonna true their history books absolutely not Joey? Once again, the victors who write history. So if they are victors, then... Yes, sir. Yeah, true enough. Uh, Joe, I, I saw that you unmuted yourself. I was kind of wondering if you were looking to get in on a piece here. No, I had my, I still had myself unmuted okay. from the last comment. Sorry. No no worries. I, you know me, I, when you unmute, the, uh, the, the audio cue actually cuts in with you so when you unmute <laughs> i hear it and that's when i go "Ooh, something's going on so it's good audio cue for me that way when you unmute i know shit is it the fan yeah that's 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 yeah. fine um this whole thing we don't have a lot of time and and there's a piece of this that i think is um is really a, a difficult question to answer. And maybe it's unfair that I'm kind of springing this to the very end because I, I just thought about it. Does it make us bad people to, or, or hypocritical people to be, I don't want somebody to get sick with this thing. But yet at the same time, well, he had it coming to him and not wishing well for a speedy recovery or because there there are people who have gone ahead and put out there, you know, he's getting the best medical help $750 a year can get, which, okay, there's, there's a, there's a, there's some items to unpack there and. Those of you listening from way in the future, just look in the history books on this one. Does it, does it really make us hypocrites to, to, to be, don't want people to be dying from this. Don't want another 250,000 people dying by the end of the year versus saying this one son of a bitch should suffer. I don't know what the answer is on this one. And I think, uh, I, you know, as far as my closing uh, talk that I would normally give, I, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say this as, as part of my closing. I don't know. And I'm saying it from the standpoint of collectively, we want justice. We want there to be things set Right. We want people that don't play by the rules to be set straight. But trying to go with the idea of capital punishment for anything is real, real difficult pill to swallow. So I feel really uncomfortable and I don't know what to think about myself on this one. I don't, it's going to take me a long time to think about this one. Um, I'm I'm just gonna throw it open for for you guys for however you want to take this one and kind of consider this as your uh, 
closing out for us all because I, I I got I got nothing else that I can say on this from now. If he learns from it, like I, I'm I'm of the mindset right now is like okay, you got it. Now you know what people are going through. Maybe now you know why nobody wants this. Or have you learned from this? I'm not, I'm not poking. I'm not poking fun here. I'm not saying, ah, it looks like you got it. Oh, gee, how unfortunate. No. And I think if you take that route, you are every bit the garbage human being that you think they are. It's, it's more like now you look at it and go, okay, now you've got it. What are you going to do about it? Or, you know, have you learned from this experience? Yes. It's, it's a terrible, it, it's bitter. It, it's a bitter pill to swallow trying to take the high road on this, but I think you should, because if all you're doing is now laughing at somebody else's pain like this, ah, you're no better than they are. And you are as ugly a human being as the people you claim are ugly. And that's where I'm leaving it. Who wants to go next? Hmm. <clears throat> well, Maybe he will stop laughing at people for wearing masks and insisting that people take off their masks. Maybe. That would be a nice change. Yeah. I have never been accused of being an optimist. And given what I know of Mr. Trump's past. Let's face it, he's fallen face first before. He's had himself a foot sandwich on more than one occasion. And he is just brazen enough to just deny it, shrug it off, and try to forget about it. And as pessimistic as this may sound, I expect no, I expect nothing more from him. Or, and this is even worse, because he also has this habit of trying to spin things in a good light for himself. He will try to use this as a way of saying, look, I'm just like you. We're on the same wavelength. We've, we've shared this, you know, who's the real, who's the real American? Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's probably more what I would expect from him. That's all I have to say on that. Fair enough. Joseph, what, uh, what last do you want on that? Yeah, not much to add. Um, yeah, really, it's, it, we just have to, um, oh, 
we can do is uh, watch the show, basically. Because um, uh, how the Trump administration is going to deal with this, um, they're for sure going to spin it. And as to how his uh, following reacts to that, well, that remains to be seen. So, stay, stay skeptical, that's all I can say. It's good advice all the time anyway. So, with that, thank you all for being with us tonight. We hope that you found something worthwhile in everything that we had to say, all of our insights, and maybe you got something to think about for yourselves also. It's it, this is this is not part of a closing or anything, but I, I want folks to understand. Shows like this are, yeah, as usual, you know, there are a number of rabbit holes that we kind of go down that are tangentially related to everything, and and sometimes maybe we don't dig in into all of the different pieces and ramifications of everything, but it's these shows where we end up where we do not have a very clear answer are very likely to the way that I think of it, some of the best, because it means that not only did we not come to an, uh, a clear cut answer, but maybe there really isn't a clear cut answer. So good luck investigating this whole, this entire topic for yourselves and, and see where it takes you. Good luck. As always, everybody, thank you very much for being with us tonight. Over in the over in the chat, Felis, Stephanie, do appreciate it. You guys, please, of course, you know, just take care of yourselves. Be be careful, be safe out there. Joseph, glad you're able to make it. You take good care of yourself also. And uh, you know, it's good to hear you, man. You you stay safe out there as always. You too, sir. Thanks. See you next week. I'm hoping. Joey. You too, man. Uh, glad you're able to make it this time. Uh, we know for well that, you know, the upcoming weeks, it's going to be really, really super hit or miss. So, you know, it, hope that we'll have you for next week. But of course, you know, we'll see how that turns out, of course. So you take care of yourself, man. Just have to wait and see. And will you please stop calling him, sir? He's got big enough head already. Okay. You're enlisted. I could call you, sir. Yes, sir. I will beat you. <laughs> but not tonight. I'll, I'll, I'll stop calling him, sir. But just... <laughs> <laughs> He's just saying it because I'm old. And, um, look at me. My hair is all washed out in color. You're welcome. I've only got four years on me. Which means that, look at my hair. This is what you get to look you- forward to. No, no, no. Y'all know it ain't the years, it's the mileage. Yeah, I've had myself retreaded a couple times with the way things have gone for myself. Moving right along. Footloose and fancy. You know, I'm going to get hit by the the copyright notice at this point. Bridget, you please take care of yourself. And, you know, good to hear you. And thanks for being able to make it. Yeah, thanks. And everybody, wear a damn mask. Wash your hands. Sounds like a good plan right there. People want to get in touch with you? 
can send me a friend request on Facebook, Bridget Fitch, or find me at my blog at BridgetFitch2112.wordpress.com. Thanks, and you take care of yourself, eh? Yeah, I will. <laughs> and Dallin, thank you. Uh, you, you. You try to stay warm out there. Hey, look at the bright side. If you can find a way, you could uh, you could actually pipe the the air from outside into your computer pretty soon and keep it nice and chilled. <laughs> actually, it's been it's been pretty chill. It's been pretty good. Fans haven't been racing for a while, so it's all good. Yeah, that's all good. I've actually tried to consider if there was a way that I could do that from my computer, because, you know, up over here, Western New York, it'd be really nice. Run a, run a pipe from the, from the window into the computer and then back up to the, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I'm not running uh, SLI, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, glad to be here as always. Um, of course, I am the curator of the audio version of the show over at holycrapthevlogcast.com. I uh, also do a couple of consciousness stream, or I do a conscience stream uh, over at inthewind.yo5.ca when I'm even too pissed off for this show. Um, and when I'm actually feeling creative and the next episode is actually ready to freaking go, I'm so proud of myself. I finished editing it tonight. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, over over at uh, podchaser.com slash kickinthecast or the show's website at kickit.yo5.ca. That's my own show where I do my own writing thing and where I'm actually trying to get a book in shape to publish, which would be nice. Because, you know, right now, making that 10 bucks off that book sales would be great because it's 10 bucks. <laughs> Fair enough, man. Thank you very much. You take care of yourself, huh? And as stated, you know, all the information that you want for contact is over at holocrapthevolcast.com. More than happy to uh, entertain whatever thoughts. Uh, I do have uh, a couple of um, asks out to see if we could get a, a guest or two. See what happens with that, but that's a little thing for later. If you want to leave a voicemail message, something uh, something a little bit more creative, if you're going to insult us, please remember. It's at uh, 859-HCTV-554-859. 4288554. And, um, you know, I thought about it earlier. We've been doing this for over six years. If there's an opportunity for you to go ahead and spam some folks once in a while, let them know if they want a long form discussion show to listen to that we're here. I appreciate it because I'm actually thinking about dropping like 20, 25 bucks over to cognitive dissonance and writing a, a, a thing for who sent it in. And, you know, this $20 was sent to you as a shameless plug for holycrapthevlogcast.com. Send people our way because you guys won't show up on our show because it's too late at night. <laughs> I think that'll fit on a, on a, uh, I think that, I think that'll fit on a thing, which by the way, yes, I have invited them several times and they have each time said, you're on at what time? Oh, fuck, man, we're already asleep. <laughs> Knew that was going to be the case. All right, whatever. Anyways. You all take care of yourselves, seriously. And please know that we're going to be continuing to be here for you. Best we can. So, until the next time we get together, everyone, as always, I wish you all the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. My wife, 15 years on, I am still in love with you. Matane Fujin. 
I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. Until next week, everyone. Peace and life with long and prosper. Until that time. Good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.